Welcome to Ayurveda 101 with Mappy, easy Ayurveda for today's complex world. We're here to help you navigate the ancient science of Ayurveda, India's natural wellness system, so you can feel your healthiest, happiest, and most empowered every single day. We're hosted by Maharishi Ayurveda, America's first and oldest Ayurveda company. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice, so always check with your doctor before starting a new regimen. Let's get started. Hello. Thanks for tuning in to episode number six of Ayurveda 101 with Mappy. I am today's host, Sean Diddy. I'm a personal business and health coach. I'm a management PhD researcher. I've been a health reporter for years, and I guess you could say I'm a wellness adventurer since I'm on a mission to find ways to help us feel better and enjoy life more. Now, in the last episode, we talked with Ayurvedic clinician, lecturer, and health coach Shankari Wegman about Amrit Kalash. We learned it's a potent, vitality-promoting Rasayana. If you missed it, no worries. You can go back and listen to the first part later, as our talk today will really make sense, even if you haven't heard part one yet. Shankari's an expert, so she really breaks these concepts down for us. And I've been a health researcher for years, and most of this part is, well, really new to me. So I think you're going to enjoy meeting her if you haven't heard from her before. She's a mom. She's a Ph.D. researcher at MIU. And today we're going to continue our conversation about Amrit Kalash, and we're going to explore the science behind it. So welcome back, Shankari. I know we talked about the history, and I learned a new word last time. Uh, Rasayana, did I say it right? It means kind of rejuvenating, right? Exactly. Rasayana means uh, rejuvenating, nourishing. Yep. And you said it perfectly, Sean. I'm learning. So to recap, Amrit Kalash is a really potent two-part Ayurvedic formula that you take in the morning and the evening as an all-around health tonic for rejuvenation. It's a super antioxidant, an immunity booster, it nourishes the brain, and it helps with digestion. I mean, there is a long list of benefits here. And here's another tip from Shankari, our Ayurvedic expert. There are two parts to it, tablets and a sweet herbal jam-like paste, if you'd like, or you can do two tablets. I really like the idea of eating the jam from the spoon. Makes me very happy for some reason. But again, uh, you can stir that jam into some warm milk or water, or again, there is the sugar-free tablet option. So we've learned that Amrit Kalash is a Rasayana. And in Ayurveda, that means something that promotes longevity. I think so many of us are interested in that. And in the earlier episode, we covered the benefits and the history. So today, we're going to kind of step into modern times and talk about the science behind this formula. Now, it turns out there have been 75 different studies on Amrit Kalash and its benefits, and that's what I found. But we have Shankari here with us because she is an expert. So let's start, Shankari, with the antioxidant benefits. Now, Shankari, I understand uh, that Amrit Kalash is 1,000 times more potent than vitamin C or E. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that's right. There's so many research studies that have been done on Amrit, and some of the journals are also pharmacology, biochemistry, and behavior, or biochemical archives. And some of the findings, the ones that I especially really enjoyed reading, was about how Amrit helped with the lymphocyte response. So the lymphocytes are linked with the immune system, and they help support it. And so Amrit was shown to kind of help that response, enhance that response, and also with the macrophage response, where the macrophages, they come in and they clean up any kind of residue of any kind of infection that the body is fighting off. And Amrit was also shown to kind of enhance 
enhance this response. So these are really beautiful, subtle ways in which Amrit is helping support the immune system. And when it's doing that, then the physiology naturally is enjoying this kind of state of balance. I think no matter what stage of life you're in, when you think about supporting your immune system and doing all we can for it, I think it piques our interest. And again, I always say, if you have any questions, please do check with your healthcare provider. Shankari and I are the PhD kind of doctors. Now, Shankari, you are an Ayurvedic practitioner, so you have this integrative medicine background, and we'll talk more about that. But I do have a point that you've said this twice, that this is potent. Why is Amrit Kalash so potent? What are the ingredients that make it, I think you said the word was super antioxidant? (laughs) Right. Even um, when we spoke last time, we talked about how meticulous the processing and the creation of Amrit is. There's about 250 steps that go into Amrit. There are so many amazing ingredients within Amrit. And just some of them that I would love to just you know talk about, one is Amalaki, which is an amazing source of vitamin C, and it promotes that strength of body, mind, senses. It's really beneficial for the eyes, digestion muscles. It enhances the body's ability to absorb nutrients from the foods that we're eating. Um, There's another herb called haritaki, which is very helpful with digestion and absorption. It's also an immunity booster. It's tridoshic, which means it helps all three doshas of the physiology. There's another one called godakula, which a lot of people are starting to know. And it's known for its anti-aging properties. It's also a medhya which means that it promotes mental clarity. It is really supporting all aspects of memory from learning to retention to recall. There's also shatavati, which is a root, and it enhances metabolism. It's also nourishing all seven tissues of the physiology. And it's very good for improving that essence value of the physiology. So, And there's also ashwagandha. I could just go on. But there's so many amazing herbs. And that's really what makes it potent is that all of these herbs coming together, being put together in such a beautiful way. It's really a carefully cultivated process to put together this jar of Amrit. So it's kind of like holding this little Rasayana, this jar, just holding something that's nourishing the whole physiology. I am just so excited about this. And again, I haven't tried Amrit, so I'm, I'm excited to try it. But I know you said in our last episode, it's not a magic bullet, but it is fantastic. Can you go into that and, you know, what we can do to help ourselves as well? Absolutely. It's not a magic bullet, like you said. And what it's doing is just helping support the physiology. So it's not a replacement for, you know, healthy, nutritious food. There's antioxidants in food as well. Beans, spinach, artichokes, raspberries, kale, blueberries, pecans, strawberries, they all have antioxidants, you know. So having a healthy, balanced diet with fresh vegetables and fruits and whole grains and preferably everything's organic. So all of that is helpful our physiology. Having Amrit with that is allowing the body to be able to absorb the nutrients, the micronutrients that is in that healthy food to be absorbed by the physiology and fully utilized. So in this way, Amrit is helping sustain that essence value of the essence of the food, the energy within that food, you know, everything that's making it healthy, we're able to absorb it. So in this way, it's not a replacement, but it's just something that's helping nourish and strengthen the whole physiology. So it's everything all together. 
It sounds like it's kind of a way to boost what we're already doing. It gives us that little extra push. And I know we hear a lot about antioxidants, I, even in topicals and skincare. We're talking about the body and, and ingesting the antioxidant. But what is the actual value of an antioxidant in our diet? To answer this question, first, we can talk a little bit about free radicals because Amrit is an antioxidant, but it's also a free radical scavenger. And so free radicals are produced normally from cell metabolism. Um, they're produced naturally in the body, but there's lifestyle factors that can accelerate or increase that production. And that would be for something like, for example, exposure to any kind of smoking or excess alcohol or pesticides, pollution, and even overeating like with fried fatty foods. So these lifestyle factors of eating foods like this or even excess stress has been linked to excess free radicals in the physiology. And that is also then linked with diseases such as heart disease or even cancer. And this is known as oxidative stress. So if there's excess free radicals in the physiology, it creates oxidative stress. And that's where antioxidants come in. So it's helping with this oxidative stress and antioxidants are a substance that protects cells against this damaging effect of excess free radicals. So that's why we say Amrit is also in that class of a free radical scavenger. It's coming in and taking away any kind of excess free radicals that are there. So it's an antioxidant that's helping with this oxidative stress. Examples of antioxidants were in those fruits and vegetables that I mentioned. It's also in vitamins like vitamin C or vitamin E. So Antioxidants are there naturally, and what we're doing is just kind of boosting that so it's supporting, take out any kind of stress from the physiology. You are touching on so many hot topics in today's news, in what's happening in the world. I will tell you, I'm in my 50s. Uh, my daughter is in her 20s. Whatever age you are, whatever stage in life you are in, I think we're all wanting to be as vital and healthy as we can. We're trying to boost our immunity. And there is a lot of information out there. And I, I think it's kind of hard to try to make sense of it all. You live in this healthcare space. You are an expert on Ayurveda. Can you go into just boosting immunity and, and how that would play into our conversation today? Yeah, immunity is really one of the most important things to kind of help maintain. One of the Vaidya's amazing Vaidya, uh, Vaidya Manohar, the way he talks about immunity is he says, I am in unity. That's really what immunity is. And I love that because it's really about unity. So unity of mind, unity of body, emotions, senses, everything. Everything just feels all one and connected. And that's really what we want in order to maintain health. Like you said, aging is natural. It's a very natural process. And so all we want to do is just support the physiology. And that's why when we're talking about immunity, we just want to talk about all aspects of it. Thinking of our routine, our, our digestion, our, you know, our diet, all of these different lifestyle factors are helping support that. So, you know, in terms of Amrit, all we are having with Amrit is something that's helping to strengthen all of these biologic and physiological processes that are happening constantly in the body. We're kind of supporting our body in a very simple way so that it can do everything that it's doing effortlessly. 
So in this way, I think with Amrit, there are so many things in terms of these antioxidants and free radical scra- you know, scavenging that Amrit is in this class of. It is removing any stress from the physiology, even to the level of DNA. This oxidative stress can affect even the DNA of the physiology. When we say, you know, we want to do things to manage stress, this is helping even at the micro level of, of managing stress. In this way, immunity, this value of unity, it's important to just remember it's a holistic perspective. It's what we're eating, how we're sleeping, exercising, all of these different factors are also something to think about. And Amrit is just kind of helping support that. And my research always comes at this from a business and workplace or entrepreneurial standpoint. And I read a lot of studies. One of the things we're hearing a lot about is the idea of bringing our whole selves to work now post 2020, 2021, where we had not paid attention to our bodies and we felt like, okay, my mind needs to be at work. Now we're realizing that that health, that vitality, that healthy body also needs to come with us to work. So we're seeing meditation rooms, we're seeing yoga classes. And I think that's one of the things I love so much about Ayurveda is it's really a whole body approach to self-care. And I know you, Shankari, and the Ayurvedic folks use the word wholeness a lot. The idea of taking the wholeness of the body into consideration, not just narrowing in on one part. So I think there's just so much to it. We can't get into it all in one podcast. But do you have suggestions of ways that we can kind of keep our mind vital and clear and bright and also stay in tune with our body? Yes, Sean, I love this question. I love talking about wholeness. And this question just is really going in the direction of even where medicine is going. Right now, when we talk about wholeness, all traditional systems of medicine have a concept of wholeness built into that framework. And integrative medicine is also incorporating that. And so now in medicine, you see terms like whole person care. So it's part of the language of health and healing, um, this understanding that a patient is not just parts, but they are a wholeness. So it's important to address all aspects of a person for health and wellness. And what you talked about, 100% meditation is so important. It gives us a chance in the modern life just to kind of take a pause take a pause from our screens, take a pause from work, from family. Um, And, you know, when we were talking about stress, stress is kind of the root cause of so much. And so meditation is so beautiful because it allows us a chance just to pause from all of that, connect back to the self, connect back to the source, and then come back energized to do all the things that we want to do. So it's extremely important. And I love the meditation portion of my day. It's one of my favorite things just to kind of put everything on hold, just close my eyes, and then my body gets whatever rest that it needs. So it's just so wonderful. And for me, yoga is so important. It helps that value of flow, especially when we were talking about immunity. Yoga means union. And so doing things like yoga, meditation, it's helping that value of unity within the physiology. And, you know, uh, Sean, we, I kind of talked about yoga, but I just want to say I love yoga. I became a yoga teacher of Marshi Yogasanas, and it was just life-changing, you know. It was just wonderful because it is a very simple, easy way just to connect with the self and feel so good afterwards. Your whole body feels so good afterwards. It's always good to check with a healthcare practitioner before starting anything to make sure it's the right set and sequence for you. 
just taking the time, just pause for meditation or yoga, creating little healthy meals, sleep, exercise, all of these different ways help maintain that value of unity. And one thing I also want to add is sometimes it might feel kind of stressful thinking, oh my gosh, I have to meditate, I got to do yoga, I have to like do all these things that are healthy. But I just want to say, you know, if you just pick one thing and you do it, it's helping every other part of the physiology. So no reason to get stressed. Just even one simple thing is helping everything else. And that's also coming back to Amrit. That's in that same way. Just one little spoon is helping every aspect of the physiology. It's supporting the whole immune system. So it's a really simple, beautiful way to kind of add to everything that you're doing just to help strengthen it and, you know, really improving that value of unity, that connection between the mind and the body in such a way that you don't even have to think about it. It's just some little things that we can do just to kind of maintain that value of health, wholeness, wellness also. Again, we could have 12 episodes just on the benefits of what you said about just do one thing. If that's all you can do, do one thing, and then later you can maybe incorporate another thing. But there are hundreds of studies showing the benefits of meditation, helping us to be more effective after we do meditate. I know I've heard people say that in some ways science is still catching up with Ayurveda, but this is definitely a place where science is there backing the idea of yoga and meditation in so many ways. And also I want to bring in that part of whether you are, you know, in the little kid stage or maybe you want to walk your pets or maybe you are retired. All of this information pertains to all of us. And I can't always say that, you know, it, it There isn't a lot out there that really can pertain to almost everyone. And I'm going to come back now to your research, Shankari, because you're doing something right now that is so important. I actually host the webinars for MIU about the Ayurveda and Integrative Medicine degree programs, and we are just seeing this influx of people not only wanting to learn about Ayurveda for themselves, maybe to help their families, but to go out into the world and be practitioners or consultants. Shankari, I know that Ayurveda has really been all a part of your entire life, and uh, you have studied it. You're an Ayurvedic practitioner, but you're also working on a curriculum for medical schools, Western hospitals and clinics. So you're really an expert in Ayurveda. And that's why, you know, as we ask these questions, there's so much wonderful information. So here's the next question. Can you talk just a little bit about where you see this going? And for those of us that maybe have been familiar with Ayurveda for quite some time, I mean, this is now mainstream, right? Even just in my studies, I've seen in the last 20, 22 years how increasingly popular Ayurveda has become. And like you said, it is definitely a buzzword. It's growing in increasing popularity. And what's really wonderful is seeing how it's also being incorporated by conventional medicine. There's an increasing demand for it. And so now there are doctors who are being trained in integrative medicine who are also starting to incorporate traditional systems of medicine into the practice. Integrative medicine has been increasing in demand at a global level over the last 40 years or so. And there are now medical schools that are starting to integrate curriculum in integrative medicine and also doctors who are taking coursework, learning about it. And I'm really excited to be part of a project where we are developing curriculum for a fellowship in integrative medicine. 
Now, a fellowship is something after you go through medical school and then you can do residency. After that, you can do a fellowship program. And to help standardize the curriculum of integrative medicine, there is a board, the American Board of Integrative Medicine, that has about 20 fellowships nationwide. And now we're developing one more to include Marshi Ayurveda into that integrative medicine curriculum. So it's really exciting to be able to create a standardized curriculum that's recognized at the level of the American Board of Integrative Medicine that includes Marshi Ayurveda and really help doctors and health practitioners incorporate this ancient science with evidence-based research for their patients, really in the service of whole person care. So I'm really excited about it and I can't wait to see the direction of medicine, you know, in the next five years, 10 years, it's really going in this direction of integration for more wholeness. It really is. And I think one of the things we hear a lot about, and I know our time is coming to a close, so you can only just touch on this, but we hear a lot about inflammation. Can Amrit Kalash potentially help those of us who are dealing with inflammation It's a great question. Amrit is helping support the immune system by, you know, what the research is showing is that it's helping to reduce the inflammation response. So it's definitely helping support the whole physiology in that way. And, you know, inflammation is also tied to digestion. So it comes back to what we eat. There is that adage that says you are what you eat, but it's also you are what you're able to absorb. And so a supplement that's a rasayana like Amrit is helping the physiology absorb everything that's there in the food. So all the healthy foods that we're eating Amrit is there to help absorb those nutrients that are then able to strengthen the physiology. So it's helping not only the immune system, it's also helping digestion, the coordination between mind and body, the essence of the physiology. So it's really amazing. You know, all the research that's been done on Amrit started way back in the 90s, and I think it's just going to keep continuing. I would say like, you know, Marshi was really ahead of his time with bringing out this formula that's helping to sustain that value of unity, just really helping naturally to sustain the physiology. And it also tastes really good. (laughs) I am so excited about this. So again, if you want to learn more about Ayurveda and vitality, particularly Amrit Kalash, because we've been talking about it, there's actually an Amrit Kalash wellness hub at mapi.com. There are recipes posted there, some lifestyle tips. There's a yoga brochure, even more podcast episodes, including the first part of this Amrit Kalash conversation. So if you missed it, you are welcome to go back and listen to it. Again, Shankari, this is definitely an exciting time. And I know that Mappy stays on top of even new ways to continue to revive Ayurveda and bring it to us. We are so lucky to have your wisdom, your experience, and you do this in real life. So you make learning about this so much fun. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, Sean, it's really just such a pleasure to talk with you. And I just want to say there's just so much to talk about. And I just feel like when I talk with you, I get so excited to talk more. (laughs) So thank you so much for having me. We're glad to have you. And if you have questions for us, you can always contact uh, at moppy.com and we will maybe, you know, do a podcast episode about some of the things you're asking us. We want to thank you for listening today. We hope we've given you some helpful information. And please know that Shankari and I and all of the team at Moppy are rooting for you on your wellness journey. Moppy's here to help you and we hope to see you on the next episode. 
This episode of Ayurveda 101 was produced by Mappy in partnership with Headquest Productions and She Did It Productions. Please be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.